you're up. Go ahead and talk. I'm sorry. You were checking to see if I was looking if you were making a mistake. Because <laughs> I was. That's not true. I was. <laughs> you hit the button once, and then you looked up like. <laughs> That's not true. That is not true at all. <laughs> but I started laughing because you kicked into the, the very very shark like a DJ would like. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm not done playing. Hang on. Oh, now it's lower. We need some new sound effects. Yeah, you need the fucking... <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think I've looked for that one. I don't, uh, I don't think... Because I, I, how... Okay, what would you call that? Um... Like a crackler or a crinkler or a fucking yeah, what, they were called uh, noise streamers. Nineteen sixties noise streamers. No, a noise streamer is <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that that yeah fucking um. But what would you call one of those? A grinder, a fucking Glockenspiel. <laughs> we you I, you know what we're both uh, I, and I'm using air shrimps here musicians. But uh, but neither of us know what a glockenspiel is. I know what it is. I just always called the viber slap a glockenspiel the longest. That's time. what it's called a <laughs> yeah. viber slap. I always called it the glockenspiel because it sounds way cooler. Because when you hear the in songs, you're like the glockenspiel, or you say the viber slap, you know. So what's a uh, what's a glockenspiel? It's, more, it's like a uh, an array of bells. Oh, bing so- bong bong. Yeah. That's a glockenspiel? Yeah. All right. Like when Joe Pesci goes, and then I, I'm starting to come to, and all of a sudden, bing, bong, bong, bow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, because... <laughs> okay. Let's let's uh, address mm-hmm. the, the, the fucking maniacs that we are when it comes to verbal crutches. When we first started this uh, podcast... We were worried about the amount of times that we said, "Do you know what I mean?" Yeah, that, that, I'm a you know what I mean. That's my problem. And we said, "Well, it's not though," because we 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 focused on that, and then we kind of got it out. We kind of removed it from our vocabulary for the podcast at the, at the very least. And that has, but we didn't remove it. We just moved it into. We shortened it into just you know. And I listened to uh, – it's been a while since I've listened to – well, no, that's not a lie because I listened to me and Stephanie's whole episode because I just wanted to go back and, like, take notes on the shit she was <laughs> saying. But um, but I, but I uh, the last episode that me and you did on Tuesday, I listened to that whole episode. And it's been a while since I've listened to a whole episode without jumping through to just grab shit or whatever. And me and you – and I'm going to say it right here – me specifically. Yeah, you said that to me the other day, and I was like, "No way, I'm the culprit." No, me but specifically. You say you are. Says say you know a billion fucking times. Now look, we both do the like, but but that's really I'm a liker. Yeah, we're, I, I always thought I was the. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're, you know we're I mean? well, you do do that, but we're both uh, we're we're both a you know and a liker. Um, and the like I could kind of forgive because it's it, it, it's where we grew up. It's our surroundings. We're Jersey people. We say like a lot. It, it, just our generation, our age group in general says like a lot. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't translate very well, and I'd love to take it out of my vocabulary, specifically for broadcasting purposes. I would like to take it out, and I'm working on it. Even when I'm talking to you right now, I'm I'm concentrating on what I'm saying Thinking because about it. I don't want to say it like you know. I was you know yeah the like you know that's got to be the worst like, like you, you know, know that's both of them together yeah combining like, into you know, a fucking 
I know I know when I say it, and it's when like I get hit. With, There's a like. Did I really hit, yeah. hit you with a like? It's when I'm <laughs> asked a real serious question, and I kind of have to think deep into my brain for it, and really like. I just said like again. Yeah. Really. See deep. now that you're looking for it, terrible, you're going to pick it up. Like, I just said it for no fucking reason. <laughs> I just said like. <laughs> I know. But that- when I gotta dig deep, I uh, I use it as like a time. <laughs> Staller. Now I'm going to say it every See? Seconds. Yeah, right. My, yeah, well, okay. That's what a verbal crutch is, though. It is something that you say when you're you're trying to, to get some time in order to complete your thought. Like, for sure. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, uh, I see, I almost just said, you know, there. It's, just, it's that kind of thing where I'll say, you know, or like, because my brain isn't quick enough to, you know, say to catch up in fucking, in what I'm thinking of. And, and what I realize on this show is... When I get into a rant, which the listeners of the show know that I, I'm I'm fond of doing every once in a while, that's when the likes and you know is come pouring the fuck out because I'm so concentrating on the point that I want to make and the, and and how where I'm starting and how to get there, and I'm heated up about what I want to talk about that any sort of any sort of thought or or regulating of my of the words that I'm saying just completely goes away. It all of a sudden becomes me and you hanging out like if we were fucking you know just at a bar and I was just right. rambling to you. Yeah, yeah And that's yeah. when the like you know, like you know, mm-hmm. like you know, like you know. And that's baffling because in the '80s and when we were growing up, the like you knows and totally that was supposed to be like a california valley valley, valley girl. Girl. Yeah. yeah and how'd that go to jersey because yeah. jersey people are the same fucking way it's like <laughs> see <laughs> when, when do you use like and when do you, but sometimes you have to use like because it's gonna what the thing you're about to say is gonna be a simile no true yeah like so i was crazy like a lion <laughs> yeah like i was <laughs> see, but you saying like right there doesn't like, make any crazy sense crazy like a lion this is going to be one of the, this is like a fucking see i just said like but because it's about to, simile, to be a yeah. simile yeah, yeah. This is going to be like a inception kind of thing where I'm just going to keep concentrating on it and then there's going to be layers and layers and layers of it and then nobody's going to understand what's going on and we're going to be at some ice palace by the end of it <laughs> and everyone's going to be like this movie we're is the dumbest a, thing I've ever seen in my we're life. We're going to be at a magical art palace. <laughs> Speaking of ridiculous horrible movies, can I can I just say this? I so as the people who listen to this podcast know, I give uh, uh, comic book movies a bad rap. I'm always busting on them. Oh, yeah, they suck. I kind of feel like they're just ridiculous. And the fact that people in their 30s and their 40s watch these things and are, are legitimately excited to see them uh, is is a weird situation. Uh, but recently, for some reason, I've just been burning through these things. And I think a little bit of it is is I'm, why I, I don't feel justified to make fun of something unless I, I truly gave it a chance. So I'll sit here and I'll make fun of these fucking stupid movies, but I've never seen them. So I, I just got caught up the other night. I may or may not have been smoking some weed. And I just wanted to watch uh, a, a, a movie where shit exploded. That's all. I just wanted to watch some brain dead Independence Day fucking uh, Armageddon style, no substance but big effects and just be immersed in it for a, a two hours kind of thing. So I, after much deliberation, I decided upon and paid good money for 
Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Why'd you pay good money? Well, I, I mean, I bought it. Oh, like, I didn't rip it. I didn't. I didn't get a torrent or uh, anything. I actually rented. It. I rented it off Netflix. my PlayStation, so it could be on my big screen TV, gotcha. and I could get the surround sound, and I could just watch things blow up and shit. Let me tell you that there there is no other way to explain this movie than it is just <laughs> a spectacular piece of shit <laughs> it could be the worst movie i've ever seen really not just the more superhero movie which it certainly is i i'm pretty sure the first fucking um like fucking captain america movie they made in the fucking 70s when red skull was just a dude wearing a red ski mask or whatever is a better <laughs> fucking film than this is but goddamn. Is it hard? Here's what they did. I, I, this film, I don't know how much, but I'm guessing, like most films in this genre, they probably spent about $250 million to make this thing, right? They Just got to blow up shit. They got Ben Affleck. They got fucking, I don't know who the kid who plays uh, Superman is. They got. It's probably a new Superman because they fucking fall off like flies. Don't I they? think, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy from Man of Steel. Because they're doing the same thing that Marvel's trying to do, where they're just creating this universe. So there's there's people who played Superman men, Supermen mm-hmm. that aren't dead or crippled or fucking in a wheelchair or some shit. Okay, well you got George Reeves dead, dead, and uh, I mean, and as Reeves. even if he didn't meet an untimely death, he'd still be dead because that was what the forties, yeah, fifties yeah, yeah. or whatever. Fifties. Um, Christopher uh, Christopher Reeves, Reeves dead. Is he dead? Or is he yeah, just fucking, he fucking wheeling around? No, he, he got paralyzed on the horse and then he died. Oh, and then he died. Yeah. Okay, I thought he was just... Then there was some sort of uh, Superman... Oh, we were only talking film, right? Because there was definitely Superman shows. Like Smallville. Like Dean Kane. Dean, Dean Kane, Lois and Clark. Did something happen to Dean Kane? No, Dean Kane, alive it. and well. Really? As a matter of fact, <laughs> he, I think I've seen Dean he Kane. He probably has like erectile dysfunction or some shit. I'm pretty sure that I saw Dean Kane at the supermarket the other day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw him... <laughs> I saw him in some fucking some. I saw him in Quick Check. Some guy, yeah. Got a pack of butt. I was like, "What's up, Dean Kane?" He was like, "What's up, Dad?" Dad? I, no, I I saw him in some show recently where he was Dean Kane. Oh, you know who it was the 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 Maria Bamford Lady Dynamite show on Netflix, which, by the way. Uh, if you haven't seen, is a must see. Maria Bamford is a fucking genius, and that show is amazing. But they literally used Dean Kane as her boyfriend. But I'm pretty sure that he played Dean Kane. His name is Dean Kane. And I remember being like, "Oh shit, that's De-, you know." Anyway, so Dean Kane, good. Dean Kane's still alive, hanging out with Maria Bamford. And then we got the Man of Steel. Well, no, and then there was that weird one that they made in the early 2000s where fucking. Um, What's her name? Uh, why can't I think of her name? It was like the biggest Superman flop there was, right? I believe so. I think that was called, uh, I don't know, fucking Red Cape Guy or what? I don't know what the fuck it was called. I, but that wasn't Man of Steel. That wasn't Man of Steel. Oh, Man okay. of Steel was the one from a few years ago, oh, okay. which the Superman from that is in is the Superman from Batman and uh, versus Superman. Oh, he went on to be no, like more than one su- yeah because they're trying to create the same universe that that marvel's trying to do so like uh, you know no like uh, robert downey jr does iron man and then he plays iron man in yeah. the avengers and which, iron man in the which i have to comment on when you're done with with your thing because i have a new favorite superhero okay well anyway what i want to bring up about this film and i don't know the criticisms i didn't look up the rotten rotten tomatoes i, I don't know if people like the film or they didn't like the film if it was a flop or if it was a success i don't know these metrics but i watched this thing and they there was no script 
Now, all right, first of all, let me just say, spoiler alert, I know it's been out for a while, I think, but I'm just going to say spoiler alert, this is a podcast, so all you have to do is go ahead and just fondle (laughs) that fast forward button for the next fucking two minutes and you'll never hear this, but there's a couple things in this movie that made me insanely fucking nuts. Here's the, the main one, is they had to figure out a way for Batman and Superman to fight. Right, like that—that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, Batman lives in Gotham. Superman lives in what is it, Metropolis? Yeah, Metropolis. Yeah, uh, it, they figured out a way to combine those worlds, and it was corny enough. But that's okay. Uh, the main thing is that they find uh, before they fight. There's this whole scene where Batman's, which by the way is Ben Affleck, which is fucking ridiculous to yeah. begin with. There's Face this whole taking up the whole screen and shit. There's this whole, <laughs> there's this whole montage where he's fucking, uh, he's got to like get stronger because he knows that he's gonna take on this like super demon or whatever. So there's a whole fucking montage, like straight out of '80s style montages, like Karate Kid or fucking any of that shit, where he's literally. Uh, fucking lifting truck t- monster truck tires and dragging them with chains and Why? shit. I'm trying to think of like the Rocky workout montage, but all I keep thinking of is win in the end. And that's you Teen Wolf. You gotta win in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Teen yeah. Wolf. But what's the... Rocky's always like a Survivor song. Uh, oh, yeah. What is the Rocky song? It, it's, like a, it's like three different Well, besides... Bom, 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 bom. Yeah, nah. You're talking about the one where he's in the fucking thing punching the, the, no, the, the meat. No, nah, when he's in Russia and he's like... Tr- and he's picking him up in like the fucking... The in the wheelbarrow and he's like lifting chains of meat and shit. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, no, he's in that he's in that frozen meat chamber and he's just punching frozen no, meat. No, no, it's not that. One. No, uh. it's not the meat. It's 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 not. The, it's when he's in Russia. But what is that song? I don't know. It's 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 definitely Survivor. Is that the I will break you? One? Yeah, yeah. yeah the one with the, that's the only Rocky worth watching. Two's good. Two's good. I, I'll tell you one thing. I, I'm not a fuck. I think we actually talked yeah, about this the other day. I'm not a Rocky guy. guy. Yeah. I think I saw Rocky one once. I might have saw the Mr. T one. I just don't really. I've never cared about Rocky. Anyway, let me get let me get through this Batman. I'll be thinking of what this song is while you're. Let me get through Batman. fucking uh, Batman through Superman. Here is and again, spoiler alert. Fast forward if you don't want to hear this. Oh, the thing I wanted to say before that is when they first meet, like, for the first time, there's a nice like there. Uh, (laughs) Batman's trying to, like, save some shit going on, and then all of a sudden Superman's there, and Superman and Batman face off, and Superman's just staring Batman down, and Batman goes, let me ask you one question. Because I guess if you put on the Batman cowl, there's some sort of voice changer in there, because anyone who's put that shit on sans Adam West, their voice has changed. And he's like, wait a minute, did, uh, what's his name? Christian Bale? No, not Christian Bale. That um, was the, oh, Michael Keaton? Michael no, Keaton, yeah, that no. was, uh, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, he did a, a slight whisper. Yeah, no, he did actually, because he, yeah, he became but it more was, stoic. It, but it was Keaton's regular voice, just yeah. a lower volume. Right. But he didn't do like the, where are they? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm counting on it. Um, yeah, you're right. That's why Bat- that Batman is the best Batman ever. The one with Jack Nicholson will never be defeated. Right. Anyway, Batman looks at Superman and he goes, let me ask you one question. <laughs> and Superman just looks at him and he goes, do you bleed? And then Superman, I don't even think Superman even answers him. He's just looking at him like, I got laser eyes and I could cut you in half right now if I wanted to. Yeah, it's not a fair battle. And fucking uh, Batman looks at him and he goes, because you will. <laughs> ah, like, they, who, they, you know, the whole thing of if you put a, a bunch of monkeys in a room sooner or later, they're going to write Grapes of Wrath. They, <laughs> they must have fucking just hired monkeys to write this script. It was so bad. It was so bad acted. Now, here's the thing I want to get to, though. And again, spoiler alert. 
they they needed to figure out a way because the whole thing is Superman and Batman have to fight each other. But then of course they're not going to be fucking enemies because the Justice League they're going to be buddies. And of course there's going to have to be some bigger entity that they're going to have to take on by the end of the movie. It was it was kind of just it wasn't like Freddy versus Jason where they fucking just try to kill each other the whole time and then the movie ends. Of course they're going to have to come together. But I think they did Freddy versus Jason pretty well. I uh, know I like Freddy versus Jason. That was, that was a Freddy versus Jason might be my number one versus movie. <laughs> Like out of all the versus movie, is there a better one? So there's Terminator vs Predator, which I don't think I've ever never even seen. seen it. There's Alien vs Predator. Oh, that's what I mean. Alien vs Predator. Yeah, 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 never seen that. There's Batman vs Superman. Never, never seen that. Freddy, Freddy, you have to watch it just for its camp. Uh, Freddy vs Jason. Seen that. Love it. Roe vs Wade. <laughs> Support it. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I don't know, man. Brown versus Border. <laughs> I don't Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> Love the naked bush scene. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah, Freddy versus Jason. But here's the thing about these these uh, these versus movies is that there's always has to be ancillary characters out there that are that are uh, like uh, observing the uh, w- the carnage of these two monsters or or, or superheroes Wait, fighting so each other. Why do they battle in the first place? Okay, what brings them to battle? Because Batman thinks that Superman is uh, an alien that needs to be uh, to go away, and Superman thinks that Batman's a vigilante that's not. I believe so. Oh, yeah, Superman is an alien. Isn't I mean, Superman's he? a fucking alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. He's from Krypton. Right. If you didn't know. Anyway. So let me just get to the Superman. I'm going to burn through this. I've been spending too much time on it as it is. Yeah, yeah. Here's the whole. I got to get to my new favorite Superman. Yeah, no, we get it. (laughs) Here's the whole situation: is they fight these Titans clash. Uh, there's so many corny catchphrases and things being thrown around. Things are blowing up. They're fighting in this fucking abandoned fucking museum or whatever the fuck's going on. There's graffiti all over the place. It's just stupid. And what happens is Batman gets the best of Superman through having fabricated a fucking kryptonite spear. So it's a spear with kryptonite at the end of it. So he finally gets Superman to submit, and he's uh, above Superman, and Superman's lying there, and he cuts Superman's cheek with the kryptonite, and and Superman does indeed bleed and fucking... Uh, he's about to bludgeon Superman with this kryptonite uh, spear, ending the reign of Superman. And Superman looks at him and says, you have to save Martha because Superman's oh, yeah, yeah. mom's <laughs> name is Martha. And she has now been accosted by the, the, the ultimate bad guy uh, in the film, who is Lex Luthor, which is played from the kid from Zombieland. And uh, anyway... And so he's like, he's got to save Martha. And Wait, so- Lex Luthor is that little Jewish kid? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No yeah. And uh, and fucking right before he, uh, Batman's about to plunge this kryptonite spear into Superman's face and destroying him, Batman looks at him and goes, "Why did you say that name, Martha?" <laughs> and Superman's like, "It's my mom, Martha." And Batman's like. <laughs> My mom's name is Martha. And then they fucking pretty much hug. Like, it, And then Lois Lane, which is Amy Adams, comes running in. And there's no reason for her to fucking be there. They kind of took the Jason Voorhees angle with the whole mom thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, like the mom is the weakness. Well, literally, these the two mother issues, these two fucking behemoths of superhero lore uh, decide not to kill each other because both of their mom's names are Martha. 
And that's the whole fucking thing. It's the most ridiculous movie I've ever seen. Yeah, that sounds. Geez. I mean, including I won't watch, including it. like Leprechaun, Back to the Hood, and fucking or any. That sounds awesome. Wait, there was a Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Let me tell you something, my friend. There, there was a Leprechaun in Da Hood. Then there was a Leprechaun Two, Back to Da Hood, and both cinematic masterpieces. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm I'm afraid of that movie. The first Leprechaun is actually a horror classic to me. Because of Jennifer Aniston? No, her nose. <laughs> <laughs> Before the surgery. Like Princess Vespa? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. But my new favorite superhero, Ant-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. You love the Ant-Man. <laughs> Not so much Ant-Man as that Spanish dude that's like, yo, Ant-Man, I love you, Ant-Man. Yeah, that's, uh, what's that guy's name? You know his name. I don't know his name. Yeah, I, I, brought, yeah, I forget I always say Luis Guzman because he's in everything. No, but yeah, Luis Guzman is fucking. He's just the old, and now he's old. Guzman. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, the, he's the new Guzman. Yeah, he's taking over. The token Spaniard. He's the guy, and I can't think of his name right now, but he's the guy from Eastbound and Down who's the record producer. The guy with the recording He's got like a real Spanish name. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, my boy who's in the Avengers wants a guy that can shrink and said he wants you and he said he wants Ant-Man. And what did he say? He said, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, let me say, now that you're bringing that up, let me say this is in my my superhero movie uh, consuming that I've done in the last few weeks... I made my way around to watching Iron Man 3. I never seen 3. Let I me tell you something. Iron Man 3 is a quality film. I'm sure it is. I on the Iron Man movies. Are Shane quality. Black uh wrote and direct well, co-wrote and directed it. Uh the guy who did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is an amazing film if mm-hmm. no one's ever seen it, and it has that sensibility to it that uh the characters are are very sarcastic and quick-witted and and the dialogue it, it, it bounces back and forth really well there's a lot of good part there's corny shit in it like you know it's iron man's down on his luck and then he befriends a kid who's really smart like there's those regular tropes are in it so if you wanted to pick it apart you could but as far as a superhero hero movie goes that might be one of the best ones i've ever seen it's almost like i don't know if i could see through this shit and i'm right but this is what it looks like to me, that things are better written when you get, like, the one creative mastermind to write the whole thing. Yeah. As opposed to the room full of nerds to be like, let's put this in there. Let's put that in there. You know, that's yeah. when things are written better when you get the guy that has the vision as opposed to the group of master. Like, if you want, like, sketch comedy, then bring in the group of fucking smarty people yeah you know right I mean? bring but, in the state yeah or you bring yeah, in yeah. john fucking tom lennon and for ben grant ridicu- for right. ridiculous shit right right But if you want something quality you know you need a one like mastermind to have a vision you know well it, no, i'm saying i think and again i'm not i'm nowhere near an expert of this i collected comic books when i was a kid and i stopped at a very young age and and uh and i don't know i, I i'm sure that there's definitely beats that they have to hit to fulfill all the fucking comic nerds needs so there has to be certain things that they stay true to but i from all the things that i've seen from these movies and i haven't seen all of them i i've probably haven't even seen even close to all of them um but all the things that i've seen from these films are that the ones that try to the ones that try to to survive to to be its own unique film and then maybe 
uh, like serve the greater universe, whether that's Marvel or DC, kind of doing that end up being the better films. Like the Iron Mans are the ones I keep going back to because they they've all been pretty good films because they exist in their own film. There's there's a solid beginning and an ending. There's a real story there yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. And then they give you the thing of oh he's going to be an Avenger and, and this takes place and like Scarlett Johansson shows up with her titties out or whatever yeah, yeah. and and all that shit. Need titties. But uh, yes, but um. But yeah, I th- I guess what I'm saying here is I believe that Marvel is doing it better than DC from what I've seen. What is DC? What what's in the DC world? DC is the just so basically Marvel is the Avengers and G- G- DC is the Justice Justice League. What's so the just- Marvel is Spider-Man, X-Men, Iron Man, the Avengers, all that shit. DC is Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, uh and all that shit. See oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know if there's an Aquaman movie, and so I guess Ant Man's Marvel. Well, Ant Man is Marvel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ant Man's a shit. I d- I don't know. I, honestly, I Paul Rudd. Yeah, right. First of all, like, how do you make Paul Rudd a superhero? Well, it, it, the only way man? to do that is if he was an ant. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't it weird that Paul Rudd, the the guy, the brother that the chick from Clueless banged, end up being this giant fucking star? I yeah. mean, I don't get me wrong. I love the guy. Yeah, I love him too. It, he's fuck. It, it, it's it's. He's great. He's fucking funny. Uh, speaking of the state, the shit that he's done in all of their films, like uh, uh, Wet Hot American Summer, yeah. Wanderlust, The Ten, all that shit. Love him in all of those. He's just, he's like a dude that could hang out with the Judd Apatow crew. And then also, yeah, go do these giant yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking superhero movies. I don't you know. I, I, I should go back and watch Ant Man. I, I watched it. But you got to do it. I watched and it. And I but told I was, you about the Russian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it can't go wrong it. without the Russian. <laughs> I love that Russian. Is bomb. Is big bomb. Okay, we just spent way too much time talking about Subaru. I, I guess what I'm trying to say there is that that uh, I get shit sometimes for giving these movies shit, but what I'm telling the listening audience of a high five is that. I'm doing my due diligence to actually watch these films. And then if there is a criticism that I have of them, at least it's justified because I'm not just making fun of something that I didn't listen to or watch or, you know, yeah. I'm actually watching them. And Batman vs. Superman is fucking horrible. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I did hear from some people that it was good. I don't know if they were being sarcastic or not. They could have been. Well, but. I think some people get so caught up in it. Yeah. Like, uh, like so caught up in just wanting to see the, these heroes that they love and adore be on the big screen that they're willing to go into it uh, and and like it no matter what. And I'm sure that I've done that in you know with band like I'm sure that there's some like bands that I fucking grew up loving that I totally adore that put out some shit albums that I love. But and 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 most people would be like that album sucks. But I'm like nah, I fucking love that album because I went into it wanting to love it. So if you go into something wanting to love it so hard, you're gonna end up loving it. No, that's true. That's you true. know. But if you just look at it from a standard, so if there's there's Batman fans out there that are probably just gonna love all every Batman film, and I get it, that's totally cool. But if you look at it from the standard of movie making, who man? Yeah. Wow. But you know, <clears throat> I I'm not like a, a crazy Batman fan. But I, I oh, really, what was that cape I saw you wearing? The other night? <laughs> I would say I like Batman more than any other man or dude. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you like Batman better than Ant Man? Or Aunt Man if you're from the <laughs> Philippines? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. Shit. All right, fair enough. Fuck the fucking superheroes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Let's uh what what did you have to what was the thing you were telling me about uh the toy oh the fucking Oh okay, uh oh yeah yeah. I was talking to someone the other day. And then I was trying to, I don't know how we started talking about it, but uh, I said, do you remember color forms? And they didn't have any idea. They were our age, and they had no idea what I was talking about. And I, the way I described it was, you know, you get a scene, because you got always got one scene. You need to get a variety of scenes. You mm-hmm. got the one board, mm-hmm. and then you got the stickies. And then you could stick the characters onto the board and do what you wanted with them you see know? you're saying when you say color forms i don't i actually don't you know, don't know i don't know if right. i know what they are all right this is it just picture what i'm saying you get a box like say like a, a box the size of a puzzle box mm-hmm. open it up you have a scene all right trees buildings whatever okay and then the stickies are like smurfs or he-mans and you put them Around on the scene, wherever you want. On the scene to be doing different things in that scene. Then you could peel them off and redo it again. The fun never stops. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think when you were bringing up color forms, I was thinking of uh, Shrinky Dinks. Shrinky Dinks. I think so. Now, what are Shrinky Dinks? Just the shit that you put in the oven and they shrink and then the fun stops. Because I don't think I ever got those either. But for some reason, I I remember those. So basically, what you, you're talking about is '80s toys. Yeah, at least '80s or early '90s toys. Yeah, and that, that may even creep into the '70s, but I don't know. It wasn't around, you know. Yeah, right. But we're talking about when we were the toys that were around when we were children. Mm-hmm. And and uh, yeah, color forms. I don't know if I had them. Now look. I come from a, a very poor family. My mom was a waitress and my dad was a jazz musician. So it wasn't like I was rolling around in the top notch toys or whatever. Um, so maybe that's the reason I don't remember it. But I don't re- really remember. Oh, you think I was rolling around in top notch toys? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Just because I had calf reaches doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I, look, I had a sweet pair of bojos. <laughs> we were both rocking double belts mm-hmm. and, and pinched cuffed uh, fucking... Uh, I want to bring the pinch cuff back. I'm going to start pinch cuffing my jeans. It is. It is, is it? Back, I really? Think. I don't know. It okay. Looks like it is. So okay, yeah. So shrinky dinks were the ones that you put into the, In oven. the oven. Yeah. And that didn't make any sense. What was the point of that? It was. It, it? it was like uh, I should start just looking at these things because I can't. I don't remember. They were just big things, and you put them in the oven. They became small things. <laughs> Kind of like that thing. And that was the entertainment that we got in the it, 80s? Yeah, like the thing that was a small thing, and you put it in a glass of water, and it becomes a big thing. Uh, those I remember. Those were like... Uh, like dinosaurs and shit. Yeah, they, it would be like a little capsule, and you'd put it in water, and then it'd be like... And it would be uh, a little dinosaur that's three centimeters bigger than the capsule, and everyone would be amazed. Yeah. Or fucking sea monkeys, which were like water lice. No. Sh- <laughs> or whatever the fuck they were. Sea monkeys were brine shrimp. I know, uh, really? I know that specifically, yeah. And they, they they could live in a package, and then you could put them in water, and they they were dehydrated. They're, they're these little amoebas of of uh, I think they're technically called brine shrimp. Now that doesn't mean that they look anything like a shrimp. I guess maybe now if you're looking hungry, them, like, <laughs> I'm about to eat some fucking sea monkeys. Some brine shrimp. <laughs> open up a pack of sea monkeys and eat it instead of a bowl of rice. You just have a fucking <laughs> bowl of brine of sea monkeys. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they taste good. I don't, I, but yeah, that's what they were. I think they're they're literally like fucking 
like these little cells, like these little amoebas yeah, yeah. that were so small that they could be either they could survive or or they could be freeze dried. And then when you put them in the water, they would then start to fucking uh, yeah freeze dry. Yeah. True. Um. I I tried to inhabitat inhabitat. That's not a verb. Uh. To 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 make sea monkeys live like three or four times in my life the last one was in my early 20s i remember like <laughs> I, I, I bought gave it one last go at me, the monkey me and my girlfriend bought a thing of sea monkeys just to see if we could do it not once was i ever able to incubate you, incubate is some good adult care if you could get them to be big monkeys yeah like i'm like look like in the state where they where they show up what do you mean you didn't take care of your monkeys i've been here for 20 years <laughs> i i i i tried I, I I wanted to uh, to make amends for my earlier life where I was unable to incubate the sea monkeys, and then I thought that maybe with all my intelligence and my college degree in my early to mid twenties <laughs> that I'd be able to bring one foot. Nope, not one of those fuckers. Not one of those fuckers started not swimming even around. Fish so- they didn't even swim. They did nothing happen. Just, no, they swim at first. I'm telling you, I poured them in. Nothing happened. They they at least look like uh, what's that called? Seahorses. Yeah, no, but that didn't even happen. I think that's all that happens. They don't get any bigger. They're not like goldfish, or so they don't grow to the size of their tank. What They're a just... fucked up thing that is. It's weird. You think those those are still around? You know what I always liked? I always got a big kick out of those fucking airplanes that did like flips and shit. Yeah, those things were like the real deal. Again, I fucking now th- those I I've used. Uh, I think I would the last time uh, or parachute men. Yeah, parachute men were always parachute. They were good off of a fucking bunk bed. Parachute men. Uh, when I was younger, I lived on the second floor of my parents' house, and I and 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 outside of my window was just the driveway. So I, I would literally take parachute men and throw them out that window all day long and just watch them float down. It, like it, real fucking dudes. It was the most exciting thing <laughs> that's know. ever happened to me when I was like five, six years old. I'm fucking watching that thing. You know, you fly from a second a story down and float down. Seriously, I used to play skee ball for like seven hours just to get one parachute man and like seventy two spider rings. <laughs> Yeah, that's all you got. You either got the parachute man and seventy two spider rings, the flippy airplane fifty spider rings, or the fucking switchblade comb and twenty five spider rings. It was that was your only option. What about a sweet ass rabbit's foot? You got that rabbit's foot key key ring. Yep. Yes, you did. You need that shit for good luck. My my. When, <laughs> my when I grew up on the on the and we've 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 documented this on the podcast before that uh, if you want to get sprayed with documents yeah, yeah. Uh, on the podcast before that I grew up on the boardwalk in Wildwood and uh, my goal was always to get enough ski ball tickets to be able to buy. Don't break the ice. Now this is another eighties toy. Do you remember this? The game. The game. Like don't break. Game. Yeah. I, I don't know who. But d- no way. Because even if you walked up there with like tickets like covered over you, like cousin it, you don't have enough tickets. Richard, let me tell you something. You saved up them tickets. I was the fucking <laughs> proud owner after a few seasons on the Wildwood Boardwalk of yeah, Don't Break a few the Ice. Seasons. Oh, yeah. No, I saved. I was. I was smart. Oh, I saved. saved. I didn't blow it on the spider rings. Wow, I saved is, up. That is. I some... saw. I was. I saw. The vision of my future where yes, I succeeded. <laughs> Damn, if you could only incorporate ski ball into your real life, you'd yeah, be set. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why can't I do that for real life? Here, here's the thing. Um, well, I guess because if I, if I got paid to play ski ball, then I'd be cool because, you know, I'd be hitting those hundreds <laughs> like crazy. Seriously. 
do you remember speaking of 80s stories do you remember that there there was a specific company i don't know what the name of the company is maybe hasbro. was it hasbro i'm just guessing but they did uh don't break the ice they did um, the Barrel of Monkeys. Do you remember that game? Oh, that's got to be Hasbro. Where there was a, bar- a literal barrel of monkeys, and yeah. you had to like dip them in and try to pull up as many oh, as yeah. you can, and they hooked together. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then what was the other one? There was one more that they did. Fuck. Uh, Hungry Hippos. Well, no, that couldn't have been the same. That's got to be Hasbro. All, all those games looked the same. Uh there was this game uh, I played once when I was stuck in this place. <laughs> it was called it was called Chairs. Yo, this- okay, now all right. <laughs> I'm just visualizing you just sitting there. I know exactly what I, anybody who listens to this knows what place you're talking about. And now I'm just picturing you there playing fucking yeah. games like you're in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> That's how it was. It was me and this Hungarian chick. Really fucking cute. Really bad breath. Used to hang out at this table all day and play this game chairs. For the goal, there's all these different chairs that come out of this thing. And your goal is you have to stack these chairs in all these weird positions. And it's one of the most sickest games that's ever came out of Hasbro or any bro. <laughs> Hasbro was the original bro. <laughs> yeah, it was. What's up, Hasbro? <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> Look, I can't wait to start saying that. Don't break the ice. <laughs> don't break the ice is a children's tabletop game for two to four pl- players, three and up. Marketed by Shaper Toys in 1968, the game is now manufactured by Hasbro, Hasbro. subsidiary Milton Bradley. Milton Bradley. Yeah, yeah. Knew there was another one. Knew Mil- there was a competitor. Anyway, so yeah, maybe they are in the hungry, hungry hippos uh, fucking universe. But that was it. Milton Bradley and Hasbro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what were you saying? So you're in, I don't know. you're in rehab playing with a, oh, with yes. a fucking with a, a, a chick with ba- with halitosis. Yeah, and, <laughs> chick that needed a tongue scraper, <laughs> and it was just uh, fucking chairs all day. So what was the point of the game? You you just got a jar of these chairs, and the chairs are different style chairs, and but if you actually like you know thought about it, you can stack them. In ways where they would all stack into one straight line of chairs. Okay. So it's just chairs on top of chairs on top of chairs until about this high is the finished product. Uh-huh. And I'm the only one in history, I think, to complete the game chairs, according to the people of Rehab. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure is a truthful fucking source. I think those be the sober people know. So they gave a, 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 a... Well, I guess it makes sense. They gave a game that, that requires balance and dexterity to a bunch of people who are probably shaking. just shaking and freaking the fuck. <laughs> out here pile these chairs up i actually did my my second round in rehab i actually did really well i did really good that that should have been the success ride out uh it wasn't well why wasn't it why why wasn't yeah because you got back and got bored (laughs) yeah yeah pretty much that's okay fair enough fair enough i I, look i don't want that to be this episode anyway let's go back to 80s games all right because when you brought this up (laughs) let's go back to that those fucking hasbro rascals (laughs) 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 fucking um yeah don't break the ice ants in the pants 
Ants in the pants. That's the other one. Ants yeah. in the pants. Do you remember that? Where you would the back the ants were little plastic ants, and the back of them would have a little tab. And you, it was basically uh, they just took the concept of quarters, the drinking game, yes. and turned it into a game. And then you would press them down, and they would have to flip up and then get into the actual into pants. the pants, the big old pants. Mm-hmm. Ants in the pants. Monkeys in the what? A barrel of monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Monkeys in the bros. <laughs> and Don't Break the Ice. Yes. Those were like the, the, the trilogy, the yeah. tri- the triumphant of uh, of Hasbro games and, uh, Mil- that you could afford with skee-ball tickets from the Wildwood Boardwalk right. in 1985. And Milton Bradley was more like life, trouble, sorry. <laughs> don't do that. I'll, I'll rat him off all I'm day. agreeing with you. You're forgetting the big the big banger, the big MB. Uh what? Twister. Oh, Twister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Twister from MB. Uh, so who did Husker do? Was that Milton Bradley or was that Hasbro? The, yeah. the, the band? Yeah, well the band got the name from the game. What? I okay. Look it up. I've never <laughs> I've never heard of Husker Hus- do the game? I've never heard of this Definitely in my life. Definitely a Hasbro. What <laughs> what what is it? I don't know. Gotta be something fucked up. There's no game named Husker. Now you're making me. I hate when you make me look shit up. Look it up. It's true. On, and then it, uh, it's always true. Watch. You're gonna be like, holy shit, it is true. It's all coming up with the fucking uh, with the band. I like Husker. Do I? I would have no idea. Yeah, it's the band. And then wait for the game. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Keep talking. Right, Husker. Do the game. Was it? A it was d- a board game. Was it? Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I know it. Holy shit! <laughs> How did we even fucking? What is going on here? So wait, a minute, what is the, what is the? How do you win this game of Husker Dale? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because according to Wayne and Garth, it's, it's definitely something wrong with your dick. <laughs> Husker Du in Denmark. Husker Du means "Do you remember?" Around the world, Husker Du is more than a game. It's a memory exerciser that's fun for children and adults alike. A great family game that increases your alertness. Each player tries to find matching pictures by removing two discs. If the pictures match, he keeps the discs. If not, he must replace them. Will she make a match? Not this time. Can he do it? A star. He's seen that before. He remembers and gets another turn. 18 sets of pictures make it virtually impossible to memorize the Husker Du board. <laughs> yeah, right. Play as individuals and after two weeks, you teams. memorize the no Husker Du. No complicated rules. It's easy to play Husker Du, the memory <laughs> game that's great fun for the whole family. Only $3.99, Husker Du, another fine product from Pick'em. And as soon as that commercial was over, they ushered those kids out and they brought in fucking a bunch of whores and they shot 70s porn. (laughs) Seriously, it has that little red tone. Nothing says 70s more than wood paneling in houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sideburns. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. And those gorilla monsoon glasses. Actually, one of of my most favorite moments of my life, and I don't know why, but I think about this all the time, is my friend Tommy that I used to work with. And this is like back in fucking 2005 or whatever, like more than a decade ago. Uh, there was this kid Tommy that I worked with, and he's hilarious. Uh, he lives out in, in Austin now, and he's he's a cool ass dude. Um, but he's just one of these nut, nutty guys that you just like appreciate just because they're so random and nutty. And we were we were playing a Moog. Uh, so for anybody who doesn't know what a Moog is, it's a synthesizer. It's it's a certain type of synthesizer, analog synthesizer. And uh, 
the whole thing's just black and then there's like wood on the side or whatever and we're playing it and he looks at me so sincerely and he goes man this moog is my favorite color and i'm looking at it and i'm like uh black and he looks at me and he goes wood paneling <laughs> <laughs> it was like i was like man i fucking you're the i don't know why i find that so funny i think about it all the time anyway okay he's a griswold at heart so now that i knew that husker do not only that Husker Du was a game that probably the band Husker Du that I like is probably pronounced Husker Du, and I've yeah. just been saying Husker Du my whole Husker life. Husker Du. It's like everyone who says propagandi. Uh, fuck. Wow. Welcome to I, Husker Du. I did not expect to learn something today on the Awkward High Five <laughs> podcast, but I have. I'm happy to drop knowledge. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite 80s game of all time? <clears throat> Board game or just game? Did any, any toy game? Toy game. Fucking... We brought up the uh, the the wrestling buddies the other day. That was a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. Do you remember the the toy, the eighties toy that me and you became friends over? Like we bonded and became friends over. It has to be the My Pet Monster. Yeah, My yeah, Pet Monster, no doubt. Equipped with uh, shackles that the My Pet Monster can then break open. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a big one. And no one knows that when you push the nose down on the My Pet Monster, <laughs> you get a fucking hilarious face. And nobody knows when you push the nose down on the My Pet Monster that Richie pisses his pants. And will soon do every year for the following 30. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking... That was one of the first days... I, I'm, I'm sure that we've discussed this on the show before. We did, we uh, did. But that was one of the first days that me and you ever hung out and we're, we were throwing the My Pet Monster down the stairs. We were both five years old yeah, or six yeah. years old. And uh, and we pushed the nose down. You laughed so hard that you pissed your pants. <laughs> and then literally two minutes two minutes later, I left. And my mom was like, "Hey, how was it hanging out with that kid?" I was like, "It was cool. He pissed his pants." So it was kind of weird. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I was just setting you up so that by the time I was pissing my pants when I was thirty, it wasn't weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but by the time you were pissing when you were 30, you weren't pissing your pants. You were just pissing in random parts of people's houses for no reason. Um, okay, so My Pet Monster. I, I don't know. It, I, when you brought this up, I thought that I'd be able to think of so many 80s toys. But uh, what about – okay, what about this? Do you remember these? Do you remember that for a short time in the 80s, uh, there was – whenever a movie came out or or something of that caliber came out, they would have – Car, you would be able to collect cards that that were related to the movie, and they would have stickers, and then you'd be able to buy a sticker book, and then and then stick those stickers into the book of the. Uh, no, I specifically remember having a Nightmare on Elm Street sticker book. What? Yeah, that sounds awesome. It was. It like was fucking, follow the movie type now, shit. Now here's the thing: it was totally just a cash grab. There was no creative. There was no no like you didn't get any satisfaction from. I guess I did, but. But it was totally like collect them all kind of thing just to get people to buy money. But it was a book. And on each page, there was there was rectangles that were meant with numbers in them that were meant for specific stickers. And then you had to go buy the packs of cards just like you would buy baseball cards or yeah, garbage yeah. pail kids. And then garbage pail kids. But we've talked and about then, it. Yeah, right. And then in each in each uh, pack, there was one or two stickers. And then you, 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 the whole, the whole thing was to to get them all, and then sticker up the whole book and be done at the end. But you would get multiples of the same stickers. You'd have to keep buying these. But you know, it was as far as a marketing scheme goes, it's pretty fucking ingenious. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if anything like that's out there anymore. But nah, that's I totally remember to, that. That's what happened to me with wrestling cards. Like I would buy wrestling cards all the time, and all I kept, like I, I was getting like seven fucking. 
Greg Valentine's and eight Ron Garvins in every pack. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where's Brutus? Yeah, right. Where's the warrior, you know? That was, that was the whole thing. Yeah. You know what the weird thing about that is that our parents let us they, – they must have no, – like, they were our age – they're the same age that we are now. They must have known that it was just a stupid fucking marketing like yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah. thing. But they're like, yeah, fuck it. Go ahead. Yeah, but we would chase shit that was like a dollar, 50 cents. Yeah, Kids right. now chase shit that's like 50 bucks, 100 bucks. I remember when, Ninten- when I first got Nintendo, the games were $20. And I used to have to beg my mother to buy Nintendo games. And, and it, was, it was a big thing. It wasn't... It wasn't like okay, I'll buy you this twenty dollars game. It, it was like okay, well, are you what chores are you going to do for the week? And and uh, and I would only be able to get one like once every few months, you know. Like now, now twenty dollars is nothing. I'm sure. You know, I mean, games are like sixty, seventy dollars. So I guess the yeah, inflation yeah. is. Day. But I remember a twenty dollars game like Excite Bike or fucking something Excite like that. Excite Bike that was a goodie. Was was a giant purchase in my household. That was a big thing that I had to really work my ass off for. You know. Uh, there's a nice, you know, you know, I'm sure I fucking nailed a bunch of those. Um, wait, what was I just going to say? You just brought, what did you just bring up? We were talking on Nintendo games and, um, what did you say right before that? Uh, wrestling cards, how you would just chase the fucking warrior and all you get from Ron Garvin. <laughs> nah, fuck. And Greg the racist Valentine. I came up with, I came up. yard dog, when I'm done with you, you'll just be a black splat in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Most racist <laughs> bastard there is. I, uh. Fuck, I had one more 80s toy that, that, was, uh, that was huge. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Actually, I know the answer, but I'm going to ask you this for the sake of, uh, of um, people listening. What was the big action figure for you when you were a kid? So you got, uh, you got He-Man. Yeah, you got- well, for me, it started as He-Man. He-Man was the biggest thing That was the a big one. But then once Thundercats came nah, out, that's what I that know. took hold. I know. Thunder's lair and, th- and the fucking car. Yeah. You know what I mean? That car was the shit. You what loved was the, that car? Was that Panthro's fucking thing? Oh, Panthro was like the black mechanic. Yeah, but like, that was... Shit, I know. I got to work on the car today. <laughs> <laughs> of course, a black man's got to work on the car. Fucking Lino put me to work again. Uh, he, yeah, it was like a giant fucking cat that that yeah. had paws and shit uh-huh. around. I remember, I was always jealous. Panthro. As a kid, I was always <laughs> jealous of your Thundercat collection. I had a sweet one. Yeah. I had all of them. I was a He-Man. I had all the He-Mans. Castle yeah. Grayskull, the fucking... Uh, Castle Grayskull was sweet. The one, the Skeletor, Skeletor's layer that had that fake microphone in it that you and could you talk could into. And you could do Skeletor's like, voice. That's and it was right. literally just a piece of plastic with like a fucking uh, uh, wax paper in it. Like you used to do to but a fucking... But it was sweet. Remember when your kids used to take wax paper and put it over like a toilet thing and it would become like a kazoo or whatever? It was the same oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, it would yeah. just rattle and fucking talk. But yeah, I had all of them. I had every single fucking He-Man... I'm I'm pretty sure in my parents' attic they're still there. I wonder if they're fucking worth some money. If they're, if they're not out of their package, they probably are. No, they're way out of their yeah. package. Yeah, they're, they're played with. <laughs> they played with and they probably all fucked each other. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> He-Man has fucked Panthro on many occasions. <laughs> okay, I don't... <laughs> Interracial homosexual yeah. fucking plastic sex. I, I don't know if I've talked about this. For something makes me feel like I have, but... Uh, who was who was He Man's chick? She-Ra. Was it She-Ra? Yeah, She-Ra. I remember when I was a child, I had a She-Ra doll. And you 69 her with He Man. No, I didn't 69 her with He Man. 69 with Man of Arms, that's sick. I didn't. That's her dad. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. No, I, I 69 her with the tiger. No, I, no, I didn't. I, I didn't 69 her with anything. With Mumra? What I did. <laughs> yeah. What I did 
was I fucking was so like such a little horny fucking maniac <laughs> that I for some reason thought that if I got her her little cod piece underwear that she was wearing off that I would actually see what the private parts of a woman looked like nah. so I got a screwdriver or something and I and I wedged it off and all it was you know I took it off and all it was was just like the fucking like rubber wires that they use inside of the yeah. thing and I was the most disappointed fucking kid in the world so you got mad and you threw it in your poison mason jar <laughs> <laughs> I was like smell this shit Shira. <laughs> All right, let's be out. I'm <laughs> fucking drunk. <laughs> well, after all these serious shows, it was nice to have a little joking around mm-hmm. show with you. We needed that. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Um, man, I thought our 80s toy talk was going to take it to the fuck. I, why can't we come up with anything else? I, I probably could. I just got to take a big old shit right now. <laughs> a big old shit? <laughs> Wait, I thought that's like almost impossible in your state. <laughs> yeah, well, not right now. <laughs> Oh, so you're saying all this swill Miller Light beer that we've been drinking is no, lubricated the fucking? I'm, I've been off the shit for days. It's all it's all coming up. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I get it. So, so if you're off of it for a few days, then then the backflow fucking hits. Yeah, bro. And it goes. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> that should be a board game. Junkie takes a shit. <laughs> By Hasbro. All right, fine. Go take your junkie shit. (laughs) It's a short one today. We've been going over, and now it's short. Yeah, I felt like we were over. No, no, not over. No, go ahead. Go ahead, take them off. I could fucking wrap up. No, see ya. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the Awkward I Five podcast. If you leave a review on iTunes, once we have 100, we're going to throw a big party and everyone's invited. And uh, I really have nothing else to say. See you in a few short days. So many smoke-filled years have passed Wrapped in paper inside glass My eyes were red when you were here But now you're not and they're clear, my dear Hey, lover, where did you go? I'm not high and I'm not low If I knew a breakup Man, I can't break you up And taste you again With love, with breath, wanna smoke you up Even though my chest hurts, smoke you up Get more, pay less, wanna smoke you up Inhale my best and I'm out of love With love, with breath, wanna smoke you up Even though my chest hurts, smoke you up Get more, pay less Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.